All right. So welcome back to the Content Agent Podcast, where we discuss ways to implement content marketing to build a thriving business in real estate. My name is Dan Parker. And I am Burr McGovern, and we are both uh, YouTube marketers and real estate agents in beautiful, sunny San Diego. All right. How you doing today, Burn? I'm doing all right. How about you, Dan? Doing good. I'm glad you made it through the um, the sledding accident this last weekend. I did. I almost uh, kind of bruised my knee pretty good, but I have uh, since recovered, and I'm full of painkillers right now, so it's great. Perfect. But hey, you got to <laughs> love living in San Diego. What is like a two-hour drive from getting to the snow with your family? Yeah, two, two and a half hours. wasn't too bad. It's got a good amount of snow up there, so the kids enjoyed themselves and uh, just got enjoyed some time in the snow. So it was good times. Awesome. I love it. All right. So what are we talking about today, Dan? Today, we are starting our three-part starter course for YouTube. So basically, we're going to try and break down. If you want to get started uh, content marketing on YouTube, we're going to pretty much break down from beginning to end everything you need to know on the next three episodes. Today, specifically, we're talking about how the YouTube platform works. That's right. So we're going to talk about creating educational videos that people want to watch. We want to put out videos that uh, searchable videos that people like anything you type into Google or YouTube, you want basically people are trying to find an answer to like, for example, living in San Diego or moving to San Diego or cost of living in San Diego, anything that's searchable that people want to know. Uh, we, we basically try to make videos about it. Um, you can also make channels for real estate specific. You can do more niche type categories like uh, um, just real estate market updates. You could do, people that like to bike in your town, uh, lots of different ways we can go about it. Um, and we're also going to talk about consistency. Cons- I'm sorry, consistency, which is one of the most important factors about creating a YouTube channel here on YouTube. Yeah, so that's, uh, you know, we're throwing a lot at you right off the bat. Um, I definitely recommend take the time to really understand the YouTube platform as a user and to start to understand what people want to watch. Uh, but this platform's super interesting, and we talked about it before. You and I both kind of started our content marketing on Facebook with like digital mayor type of approach. Right. YouTube platform is very different, um, and I just kind of want to start off with a couple of random facts. So, YouTube, there are 300 minutes uploaded every single minute, uh, and there are nearly five billion videos watched on YouTube every single day. So there are an insane amount of YouTube videos that are getting put out into the platform. And you just have to kind of think like, how how can I put something out that people are are going to want to watch that is going to get in front of a new audience? And then, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, we're real estate agents. So how do you convert that into actually getting real estate business out of it? Right, because we have to put out content that's going to attract people to us. Um, You know, you can do a lot of different types of channels on YouTube. But for us, we either want to target buyers or sellers or both. So there's lots of ways you can do it. And we're going to talk about the ways we do it. Uh, but there's also ways you can attract other, you know, so we probably attract more, in your opinion, more buyers, would you say, Dan, in the way we do it? For sure. Yeah, the, the model that we are using, we're definitely attracting more buyers. And, you know, maybe we can just kind of touch on that. I know, the next episode, we're really going to dive in yeah, we'll dive on deeper like exactly what type of content you should put out. But the the model that we're using that seems to work really well with real estate that is easily repeatable in any area is being the expert on moving to that area. So, right. you know, obviously, what type of people are going to watch those videos? People that want to move to that area and hopefully want to buy a home in that area. <laughs> exactly. Ideally, both those two things. Yes. You know, I think it's really important just to touch on you. You kind of uh, spoke about it a little bit, but... 
Um, you know, when you're creating a channel, you want to like niche, you want to be able to niche down into a, a specific audience. You want to make sure it's a big enough audience so that you can gain a following. Uh, but you, you definitely want to be able to, to niche down and, um, uh, you know, not too big or, or not too small. So, you know, we do videos for our area specifically. Um, but you, you kind of have to worry about the different things that you're using, like, if you want to do a channel based on just buying or selling homes, there can definitely be some challenges associated to that. You're, you're trying to cast too big of a net. Now, it can be done, and, and we have some guests that we want to bring on the podcast that right. um, can talk about how to make that work. But I think that's where where uh, agents' mindset is when you're starting to think about creating video. All right, cool. I'm going to create a video on market updates and, and 10 reasons why you should use a realtor and why you should buy a house. And um, that... We're going to talk about it again more on the next episode, but it's probably not the best approach to get yeah, started. Yeah, some people do it that way, and some people do have success with that, but that's not the way I wanted to do it. And you know, like you said, we'll we'll get more into that as well. So, all right, so let's talk about how videos get discovered on the platform. So there's there's I kind of break it down into three different sections. So the first one is going to be search, and this is you know, especially for the people that have been successful with the model that we're utilizing right now, they got started maybe two three. Um, years ago, I think most of the people that I know of that are successful with this, um, they got started a couple of years ago and they started with just figuring out what are the terms that people are searching, you know, just right. as simple as that. And what are um, the, and some of the best ways to find what people are searching? There's a few, um, apps out there that kind of give you that information, like keywords everywhere is one I usually use. Um, there's a couple other ones too, but that's kind of the one I use most of the time, or you can just even just type into Google and type in, say, moving to San Diego, and then see what else it pops up that way, too. So that's the easiest way. Keywords Everywhere is a little, a, slight, a very inexpensive paid version, but it used to be free like a year ago, but they started making you pay for it ever since then, too. So, Yeah, there are plenty, there are a bunch of tools out there, a, a lot of tools to help you figure out what people are searching, but just know that that is one of the main ways that people find videos. And it's a great way when you're starting out a channel to start to gain a following, start to gain an audience. Uh, but the reality is it's less than 20% of videos that are watched on YouTube are found via the search function. Right. Um, true. Kind of the holy grail. I think what, what you want to strive for when it comes to real estate is you want a lot of your videos to be discovered via um, browse or suggested videos is, is kind of how. YouTube categorizes it. So you, do you want to touch on kind of what those are? Yeah. So browse um, suggested is when YouTube really pushes your, your, um, your video out to people. So they find they, you post your video on a Tuesday, it let it marinate for a couple of days. And then YouTube kind of like scans it, see how well, well it does. And if it's, it has a really good click through rate, which we'll get into later. Um, and the watch time is really high and people stay on YouTube, then they'll start pushing it out to more and more people that they think will like that video. Um, and once they do that, you're, that's when your videos really blow up and they'll go from, you know, 200 views to a thousand views overnight, basically. So suggested is probably, I think is probably the most powerful version of it, but browse is also very, very good because it'll show up on the the first page of uh, YouTube there. And then you can, does that help? That's browse, how browse works, right? Yep, yep, exactly. So if you can show up on that first page or YouTube starts suggesting you, that's the best possible way you can get your videos to get to the most people and the most views. Cause I've gotten a few, some of my early videos actually got to that. Like my, the pros and cons video of living in San Diego, cost of living ones. Once they get into that little, 
range of browse and suggested, your channel really explodes at that point. At least that video does. And then that grows your channel in the long run as well. So, Yeah. And I think what, what you're talking about here is that YouTube has an algorithm. It's constantly trying to figure out what do people enjoy watching? Who are the people that the intended audience for your videos? Who, what are they like? What other types of videos do they like? And it takes a while. It takes a while to get this going. It takes a while to almost like training YouTube of like, these are the people that should be watching my videos. And as soon as it starts to figure out who that ideal audience is, maybe it takes a month, maybe it takes six months. But once it starts to figure that out, then it starts to snowball because it's going to start pushing your video out to more and more and more people. And that's when you really start to gain some success on YouTube. Yeah, that's what happened to me is what's happening to you right now. And it just, it's, it's you play the long game on YouTube. It's not going to happen overnight, as you know, as well, I know. But once you get it in there and find a rhythm, you know, sky's the limit. So, yeah. And I think, uh, so, well, the last part that we need to mention on this is how videos get discovered. You also have channel pages and external. So channel pages is like if someone's on your channel and they want to check out and see what other type of content you have, then you're going to get some views from that. And that's usually, I mean, that's going to be pretty small. Like maybe if you're lucky, one or one or 2% of the total views from your videos. And then there's external. And this is another thing. I think a lot of agents that are new to this platform that are just starting out a new channel, they try to send their video out to the masses. All right, cool. I have this new moving to San Diego channel. Let me just blast it out to every single person I know on Facebook. Let me blast out to everyone on my email list. Let me make sure that uh, my mom has this, my family and everyone that I know, I need to put it in front of them because I need to start gaining subscribers. Well, that's that's probably not the best approach because what we just said, (laughs) yeah, YouTube is trying to figure out who is your ideal audience? Is your ideal audience your mom that lives, you know, in Northern California that has no intention of ever moving down to San Diego? No, (laughs) you're confusing the algorithm or even worse, putting it in front of other real estate agents that end up watching, you know, 20 seconds of your video. And again, have no intention of moving to your area. You're really, you could be messing up the algorithm by putting your videos in front of the wrong people. Yeah. I think this actually might've just happened to me recently because I think I, I posted like how well I how well my channel worked this last uh, maybe like two weeks ago, and then people say, "Oh, what's your channel? I want to see it." And I'm like, "Oh, I don't want to post it because I know I'm going to get all these real estate agents following it." So, and I did get a bunch of subscribers, but I'm like, I hope it doesn't mess up my. Hopefully, I'm far enough along; it's not going to hurt me too much. But um, I actually don't like posting my channel on these Facebook pages, so just because I don't want it to hurt, like you said, the algorithm. So, yeah, I think a general rule of thumb. And there are exceptions. I know some agents that are very successful at YouTube and they do post the links to their videos. And hey, to each their own, I guess, as long as you get to the point where where you have the views coming in, the subscribers coming in, the leads coming in. Uh, but I, I would say general rule of thumb, and it sounds like you would agree with me, Burn, is to um, post natively to whatever channel you're on. So if you're on Facebook and you want to put that video on Facebook, then just upload the video to Facebook. Don't put a link to YouTube. And that's maybe one approach that you can utilize if you want to show people that you're working, show people what you're working on and instead of just sending them to your YouTube channel. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I have a question for you, Dan, now that, now that yeah. I have you in front of me. Yeah. So I, I still do the, these, so we did the digital mayor approach before this mm-hmm. and I would put, do the interview like local restaurants on there. So I'm still putting them on YouTube, but they don't get nearly the views I'm getting on, uh, you know, the moving to or living in type videos. Obviously, it's related to living in San Diego, but these people, a lot of these people watching it 
don't live there yet. So they don't care quite as much about food, at least not yet. Uh, I think they, some of them still like to see it, but would you still post the food videos on uh, your YouTube channel if you were doing them? I think this is a great question. And I think it ties into kind of a similar aspect of like, all right, I have this beautiful listing video. I just paid $500 or whatever for, for a videographer to film and edit. Right. Cause it makes sense to put that on my channel. And I guess I would argue that I, I think it is worth putting it on your channel because number one, it's going to draw in more potential um, listings, more potential sellers. So sure. yeah, there's not as many people watching your video, but the, the the potential of getting people from the area that might be interested in selling your house is significantly higher. Um, and I would say second, you know, it's really going to bring out your your hardcore fans that want to watch every single video you put out. They want to see what you're doing. They want to see what you're up to. They want to um, understand your personality more and more. So in my mind, that's it's helping just, um, you know, really solidify that relationship that you're building with your strongest audience. Yeah, I actually agree with you. But the way I would do it, I probably wouldn't start with the food videos or restaurant videos. I would later start with the moving to, living to, and then add in the type of food videos. And I actually have found food videos when you do top five foods or best pizza in San Diego or whatever that is, those actually work better than just doing one-off restaurant videos. So just a little tip if you start doing stuff like that too. So, And I think... Um... Yeah, I, I think that's very good advice. I think the, the same type of thing happens for me when I'm talking about specific areas. Like, instead of talking about a specific neighborhood, you can say the top five neighborhoods for blank. And usually those perform a lot better than just saying, hey, here's a video on this one specific neighborhood. Yeah, I agree with that too. Exactly. And even with listing videos, try not to say, don't say one, two, three Main Street. Um, you can say, oh, best house in Rancho Penasquitos or best house in Normal yes. Heights or whatever it is. So um, that's much more searchable than, you know, one, two, three Main Street. And for the love of God, make sure that you are in your listing video. I know. I, I'm not, not going to do another listing video without me in it because no, I feel like listing videos, they all look the same if you're not in them. So you got to add your personal brand to it. If you're not in it, why even make that? I mean, obviously you want to try to help sell the house, but mm -hmm. I think the photos if the photos just look like exactly like the video, no one's really going to watch the video. So you want to make separate it a little bit, just kind of make it your own. And I think that will, because of like Brad McCallum, great example. He's in every single one of his listing videos and he does, I mean, he does amazing videos regardless of it, but he, he's in every single one of them. His wife's in them. His, his, uh, his, his team is in his videos and he does a great job of it. So I'm, I'm basically, Sorry, Brad, I'm going to probably rip you off this year. So <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of people trying to emulate what he's I doing. Know, it's okay, because he's trying to emulate what, what maybe not you and I specifically, but he's trying to kind of emulate kind of what we're doing right now as well. So exactly. hey, we're, sure. there's an awesome community of real estate agents that are in content marketing. You can go check out RETV on Facebook. You can go check out Real Estate YouTube Mastermind on Facebook. We're right. both there. That's where we met originally. And they're really great communities that you can get involved. Yeah, in. there's great people in there. Everyone's willing to share ideas. And that's what we're trying to do here as well. And uh, there's a lot of good information. Everyone does it slightly differently. You know, everyone has their own take on it. So it's great to duplicate what someone's doing, but always put your personal spin on whatever you're doing. So Exactly. And you'll you'll learn that more and more over time. For sure. For sure. All right. So let's let's get back to YouTube before you derail too much, because I know we just yeah, get so excited about, about talking about this stuff. <laughs> talk about it all so, day. Let's the, I think the last thing that we wanted to mention is there are other aspects of a video or other things that you should know when creating videos for YouTube. 
Um, starting out with the um, the thumbnail and the click-through rate. You want to talk about those two things real quick? Yep. So uh, thumbnail, if you don't know what a thumb, YouTube thumbnail is, it's basically the cover art for your video, essentially. So one thing that Dan is well, – there's probably many things Dan's better at, but one thing his thumbnails are on point every single time. He probably spends a lot more time than I do on the thumbnails, but he does a great job. Basically, you want to make a thumbnail that somebody wants to click, which also goes in with the click-through rate. Um, so you want to be – a couple of things about thumbnails. You don't want to repeat the exact title you have on your thumbnail. Um, basically, so you can – I, me and you both like to put our faces on our thumbnails. Some people yeah, don't like to put branding. faces. Some people – yeah, branding. So you just want – and I've actually had a people comment on me about this. Like I did one without my face on it. And someone commented, I was like, I didn't even know this was your video. I almost didn't watch it. So I was like, oh, dang, maybe I should always put my face on it, you know, or according to who does the videos with me. So now I almost always do it. No matter what it is, I put my face on it. So, and then you I, you can have a few words on there. I don't know how deep you want to get into thumbnails right now. I'm just kind of explaining <laughs> what they yeah, are. Yeah, and uh, that was a bad setup on my end, I'll be yeah. honest. But it's really just talking about the idea that you can have the best video in the freaking world but nobody's going to click on it if the thumbnail isn't clickable. And going back to what exactly. we were saying earlier, if a lot of people are searching when they're when they're on YouTube and they're finding your content, if they're finding it from their homepage, if they're finding it from suggested videos, that thumbnail has to pop. pop. It has to pop. pop. It has to really stand out and make you want to click on it. And you don't do that by putting boring uh, titles on there. In fact, my last two videos, I had zero words on both of my thumbnails and my last one's my best video, best performing video to date. Really? No words on it? And you, uh, was your best performing one? That's no words. So like, let's talk, we'll go back real quick to a, a market update video. You know, I used to do market update videos because that's what I was told you should do in real estate. Super exciting every time to do a market video. <laughs> <laughs> super exciting. So the last video that I did was essentially a market update video. But it was the I think that the title was um, it was 2021 Southern California housing market qu crash with a question mark at the end. And the thumbnail was me looking worried with a house on one side of my face and a nuclear explosion on the other side of my face. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Like, tell me that that people are going to want to click on thumbnail right there. Yeah. Yeah. And just thinking about how the platform works is, is really what I was getting to on this is that uh, you can spend all the time in the world on your videos, but at the end of the day, you want people to click on your thumbnails, not because of what the title is, but because it's it's it draws you in. It draws your eyes into that one thumbnail on their tiny screen on their phone when there are 20 other thumbnails that they can click on. Yeah, I actually compare this to like when, Dan, you might be too young for this, <laughs> but when you walk, walk around blockbuster do you remember blockbuster video obviously. oh yeah i used to go to black i'm a huge movie buff love going to blockbuster and just walking around the aisles and you kind of sometimes one video or one uh, box or dvd kind of just catches your attention so and that's a reason why those uh, those movie companies change their they change their cover art sometimes some of them like they'll never change like force gump or stuff like that but sometimes you'll see five years later oh they ch like almost change the the cover art to make it look like it's a different movie and then it catches your attention. So that's what I kind of compare YouTube thumbnails to. So you just want to catch their attention just enough for them to click on it, basically. I love it. Do you still have your Blockbuster card? I think I might actually. I'm hoping they I, make I, a comeback, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen. So 
I can vividly remember what that card looked like for whatever reason. <laughs> I, I mean, everyone does. That was the cover of their boxes, wasn't it? Yeah. So and the the last thing I wanted to mention is, you know, if we're, if we're talking about the aspects of getting or just being successful on YouTube, uh, you have to have a good thumbnail and a good click-through rate, which means a high percentage of people that see or exposed to your thumbnail click on to watch your video. And then you have to have a good retention rate. So you want to just top, uh, talk about that for a second? Yeah, so uh, retention rates are basically how long someone watches your video. So from what I read and researched on this, if you can get someone to watch your video for 50% or more, it's a pretty good retention rate. And my some of my early videos weren't quite to that extent, but you, as, as you get do more videos, you get better at it. You get better at pacing. You get better at cutting out the ums and the ahs and the whatevers and the, the curse words because Dan's got a trucker mouth over here. Um, right. And uh, so the better you get at that, the better your retention rate gets, the more, and the longer you're around, honestly, more people get attached to you and they want to watch all your videos. So I'm not sure, you probably see the same thing. Your early videos might not have a huge retention rate and it gets better over time well yeah you start to learn tips and tricks you know a, a nice hook in the beginning maybe trying to tell them that there's something worth waiting for at the end of the video or kind of some classic techniques that you can use right um, exactly. and yeah there's we're going to get into so many different tips and tricks I but the main, these are the main things to know if you want a successful youtube channel have a high retention rate and a high click-through rate if you have those two things you're going to succeed and what's a good click-through rate? If you give people an example of a ooh, okay, rate. yeah, this is this is a, a good topic here. So I would say, well, one thing to point out is it's going to change over time, right? So for the first twenty-four hours, my click-through rate is going to be significantly higher because what YouTube is doing is it's pushing it out to the people that have most recently seen my videos or have subscribed to my channel, and there's going to yes. be a hot, much higher chance that they're going to click on my videos. Yeah, that's correct. And then from there, I would say. My kind of gold standard is I want to stay over 7%. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, if you could stay over, even like some people, I remember when I first started doing this, they said anything over like five or 6% is pretty good. But if you hit mm -hmm. 7% plus, it's a really good retention rate. So what's your highest retention rate? Do you have a highest retention rate that you know off the top of your hand? What seems to happen is as soon as I get a high top retention rate, then it, it starts to push it out to a significantly higher yeah, number then it of goes people, down, yeah, and then drops again. Sure. So it's it's going to change. The, the, the videos that get like ten thousand views, your your retention rate is probably going to be, or click through rate is going to be much lower. So same with the retention. So the last the last video that I posted that's that's my best performing so far. Um, oh, I'm not signed into the right account. I, uh, I think I was at around nine percent, and that's pretty okay. high for me after getting about a thousand views. I think my highest retention rate is nine percent. I had, and it was it's, shockingly, I didn't expect this, but it's. The title is what is the what is the job market like in San Diego? That's a nine percent, so pretty good, I guess. Well, and that's that's a good topic. That's a good topic to cover for people wanting to move to for San sure. Diego and and don't know what their job's going to be. I mean, yeah, that's great. Exactly. Great. So I think we I think we did a good job of explaining kind of what the platform is like for people that that want to get um, into this. Um, I, I know we already mentioned it, but at the end of the day. It's important to think of what the user experience is going to be. And there's a lot of advice that you can get out there. But if you can create an amazing user experience, then you're going to succeed on this platform. So um, go out there, spend a couple hours on YouTube and just see what you enjoy. See what thumbnails are really drawing you in a click on them. 
see what videos are are keeping you uh, retained through the entire video, what hooks are really strong, what things people are offering, see where you're getting bored and just start to take notes because that's the best way to get started, in my opinion. Yeah, the, I mean, I think two of the most important things about uh, doing YouTube channels is your th thumbnails and your click-through rates. And I need to get better at uh, doing hooks. Like you do a great job doing hooks. And I haven't, I think I need to get better at that because sometimes I just get right into it, but I want to get people to look forward to something to later in the video. And I don't do that as much. And I should do a better job of that. So. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think that's, I think that's pretty good for today. You want to, you want to, Send us yeah, off on this so, one. Uh, so we've created this podcast to show you guys how we, how Dan and I like to attract um, uh, clients here in San Diego, and rather than chase people. So hopefully, you guys find some value in this. And uh, if you are looking for us uh, on Facebook, you can find us at the Tactical Real Estate Agent on uh, Facebook, and you can kind of come there, join the group there. If you guys have questions or concerns or want to learn more about content attraction marketing, feel free to post in there and we'd love to connect with you there. All right, guys, thanks for watching and tune in to us next time.